Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Once again to another episode of In That Number. Two more games reeled off again in the week as we travelled to Stamford Bridge on Wednesday and scraped a draw with Chelsea, but slipped into the relegation zone. And then on Saturday we blew a two-goal lead to Derby in the third round of the FA Cup. We forced the replay in a couple of weeks at St Mary's. Uh, but before we get stuck in, I just want to plug our Twitter. At Number Podcast, you can follow me at RayHunt84 and Kevin on at MoscowMush. Email us on inthatnumberpodcast.gmail.com. We're also on Facebook, you know, the usual ways that you can contact us. Um, but now I'd like to introduce my co-host, the Moscow Mush, Kevin Milverton. Say hello, Kevin. Uh, hello, good afternoon. Um, to, uh, yeah, well, I'm back in a very cold Moscow. I'm, I'm not quite used to the cold now. I've been away from it for a bit, and um, yeah, I've, I've been leaving the house a little bit less than usual. <laughs> uh, <laughs> How cold is it? Minus eight. Yeah, it's cold. It's pretty mild here still. It's all right. We can it's something that we can do. It's pretty cold in the mornings now. I've been I've been scraping the windscreen um, a couple of times this week, but yeah, nothing like that. Yeah, it's barely stopped snowing the last few days. Oh, and, really? Uh, yeah, we we get the whole of this week off. Um, there is all public holidays right up until Christmas, uh, which is uh, tomorrow. Oh, nice. So yeah, nobody goes to work until Wednesday. Oh, lucky you. <laughs> yeah. T- today is Christmas Eve here in, in Russia. How does that work? Um, well, it's uh, Orthodox Christmas, which uses the old calendar. So, um, yeah. Ah, yeah. It's uh, two two weeks behind. Uh. Fair enough. You enjoy that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, no, no, nobody really celebrates it. But, um, ah. yeah, we get days off, that's fine. Yeah, celebrate that. <laughs> um, news. Do you want to go first on any news? Yes. Yes? Um, a couple of bits. Um, apparently, uh, new... Ireland manager Mick McCarthy, he's interested in Nathan Redmond, uh, who's eligible. Oh, I've not, oh, wow, yeah. Um, okay, that's, that's, that's news to me. I didn't know that. That's a bit of a bummer. Yeah, so, no, it, it'd definitely be um, quite a solid part of, uh, of that Ireland squad. And, uh, yeah, he would go to the Euros, I reckon, uh, for, for Ireland. So, yeah, this for is Ireland, a tough decision that a lot of players yeah. have to make. Yeah. 
sure, yeah. Mm. Well, just in the transfer market, I mean, it's all been quiet for Saints, but a couple of former Saints have moved on. Uh, Jason Punchin's been signed by Huddersfield and Nathaniel Glynn's uh, on loan at Bournemouth now. Yep, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I just want to say about the FA Cup third round replay at St Mary's. Yes. Um, it's scheduled to take place during the week commencing Monday the 14th of January. Obviously, we'll know the date and time when it gets announced and we'll let you know via Twitter straight away. So, yeah, when we know, you know. And I want to talk about Gabbiadini as well, heading out. Three teams in Italy interested in taking him now. Wow. Um, Milan, Fiorentina and Bologna have all shown interest in him. So that looks like it's going to be happening in the next coming days. Sorry. Um, and same with Stephen Davis. Still no new news on him. But they're just saying that he's going to be rejoining Rangers very soon. Um, I did hear an interesting thing about incomings. I mean, we've all heard about um, Nakajima coming in. Um, whether that's, that's going right, to happen, yeah. I don't know. Um, Schneiderlin coming back. Ooh. What do you think about that? Um, I, I don't know how heavily the bridges were burned when he left. Um, no, I don't think it was too bad. But, I mean, do we need another holding midfield? If he's interested in going on a cup run, then we do need to bring some squad players in. And Schneiderlin's quality. I know he hasn't really had the best of time since leaving Saints. I mean, rumours yeah. that he could be coming back. I mean, I'd take it. I think he's a great player. I don't know what he's got. As you say, where does he fit in now? Not so sure, but I'd be willing to willing to give it a go. I wouldn't give it any credence, and I, I think that Hausenhutel said that the squad's bloated as it is. So and sure. I don't think if, if there's maybe one player that we can afford to have come in, um, I don't think a holding midfielder is is the no. right position. No, I just think the player that he is and what he was to the club. I think that's why people are getting on this. Danny Ings injured, out for a fortnight yeah. possibly with a with his hamstring again. Another injury blow. He's just going to be blighted with injury for his for his career, I'm afraid. Another thing as well, um, Josh Sims had his loan cancelled at Reading. Yes. Um, on his way back, uh, the new, newly appointed Reading manager, uh, Jose Gomez, wants to, wants to clear out and make room, so wants to make funds available, so he's going to send Josh Sims back. be interesting to see if he gets a, gets a look in under Hassan Hurtle. I, I imagine he will do. It would be nice to see Sims actually get some action, because, yeah, yeah, I like I mean, Sims. He was kind of used as like a super sub, wasn't he, um, in Reading? He didn't really get much game time. Yeah. Yeah, and he's not been getting much game time under the new manager as well. So, yeah. Yeah, let's 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 give him a go. I'd like to see him back and get get some action. Um, did you hear Hassan Hurtle's comments on Ryan Bertrand in the week? No, no, I didn't. No, uh, nothing, nothing, nothing major. I just thought it was worth mentioning that he said he's hoping he's back as soon as possible. Um, mm. And he quoted, "It will be important if he gets fit again very quickly because we need him." So I don't know what that says about Matt Target, <laughs> but also he's been sending him videos of his training sessions um, and expects him to get a quick understanding of the new style of play. So mm. he thinks Bertrand's very, very important to this team like me. Um, is there anything else you want to say about those? There's a, a couple of things. So, um, yeah, I mean, Ings is um, injured now, uh, Hoiberg suspended, and Dushida, we won't have him for a while because he's uh, flown off to the um, AFC Asia Cup, Asia. hasn't he, the Asian Cup. And uh, Austin's going to face a fine from the FA for his uh, sure. two-fingered salute unless he appeals it. Um, and that's about it for news. Yeah, I think uh, we're going to have a, um, a lot of news this January. Yeah, OK. So with that, we'll move on to the, the chat. Game on Wednesday. So we drew 0 0 at Stanford Bridge. Very good result. Starting 11. Angus Gunn, Premier League debut, started in goal. Uh, went with five at the back, went with Vestergaard, Yoshida, and Bednarek. And Cedric moved to left back and Valerie on the right as, as wing backs. Um, 
Four midfield, from what it looked like, Stuart Armstrong, James Ward-Prowse, Oriol Romeu, and Nathan Redmond in the middle with Danny Ings up front on his own. Mm. Eight changes. Yes, I say Cedric back. Um, Hoiberg started his four-match ban. And Callum Slattery and Kane Ramsey on the bench. What do you think about the team? Um, exciting times. I mean, uh, he said it after the match, that, um, just as we, we, we suspected that he was uh, resting a lot of um, the players from the City match. Um, to have a better chance against Chelsea, and it's paid off. He was after the match very, very, uh, just concertingly refreshing. Uh, how honest he was in admitting to giving away that game against City. Um, but yeah, the, I mean the choice of players um, for the Chelsea match. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a strong team, isn't it? Um, yeah. Ings on form, scoring goals. Armstrong and Redmond, good attacking force. Uh, James Ward-Prowse, it was rumoured that it's his, he's the kind of player that Hasenhutl likes, so yeah, good to see him in there. Uh, Romeo in that holding role, um, of course, picked up a yellow card, so yeah, we'll probably see him suspended soon. Doing and, job, yep. Yeah, that's, that's what he's there for. Um, and yeah, Valerian Cedric, yeah, I'm, I'm all, um, yeah, Cedric at left-back, you say, that, I mean, that, that is yeah. strange, isn't it? Um, well, it's just we're light in those positions, aren't we? And if he if he thinks that Target needed a rest because he's been playing a lot because we haven't got Bertrand, then um, Cedric's the more obvious choice to move over to that side. So yeah, um, and I think he, he said before that when Cedric does come back into the team, he still wants to keep giving Valerie his chances, um, and he's done that. He's found a way to do that at the moment. So yeah, I think that was the uh, only option that he could do: move Cedric over to left, Valerie on, on the right. Fine, it worked. Yeah, it did. It did. It worked fine. I think yeah. um yeah Valerie was very impressive. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Absolutely. Let's talk about the game a little bit. Um, yeah, actually Cedric Cedric got forward quite a lot um in this game, which is what Valerie needs to work on a little bit more, I think. But yeah, some some decent uh, runs down the wing from Cedric. Had a nice little cross as well to Ings for his header. Um, not yeah, not a lot to talk about, but yeah, he he, he tested the keeper at that point. And but you know it's. It, it's what you'd expect going to Chelsea. Chelsea just controlled possession and Saints had to be organised and they were. Slop- we were sloppy in possession as well. I think I saw a couple of occasions where um, Vestergaard tried to move the ball out of the back and just lost, you know, just lost control of it and mm. they were just you know, swarming him and doing, doing Chelsea things. But I'll tell you what I did notice from Chelsea though. They were taking a lot of aerial balls. It's like they've done their home. It's like they've looked at Saints and thought like the Saints are weak from crosses. Let's just get the ball up there and challenge them. And every prominent Chelsea attack started from a you know diagonal midfield pass over to the over the back of, of Saints. That's but, absolutely right. Yeah, but we still dealt with it. Yeah, I mean they they must have looked at our kind of that high pressing um, attacking play that that we like, and uh, thought that they could catch us with our pants down a bit. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think we got, kind of got used to that. But yeah, like I said, look, looking at um, all the chances they got, it all starts with uh, Aspelicueta or David Luiz, like yeah, putting a, a long ball across the midfield and um, yeah, trying to catch us off guard. But yeah, um, yeah even if the defence was um, well a little bit sleepy at times, um, yeah, Gun more than made up for it uh, yeah. in goal. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and Valerie at the back as well. He had his tackles, didn't he? And he got his blocks in. So he did. Oh, he frustrated. Bit, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, exactly. Ethan Hazard was so frustrated by Jan Valerie. Um, it was brilliant. Yeah, you can't really uh, give him more of a compliment than that, can you? Brilliant. Yeah. No. But yeah, I thought the first half was just full of few 
half chances really, mainly from Chelsea. Second half started. I think yeah, Long come on for Ings, didn't he? That's right. Armstrong got involved as well. I didn't really think Armstrong had a he had a quiet first half. I thought, um, but second half he got more involved, and I thought he was he was all over the place. I mean, he tested the um the keeper Arietha Begala. Yeah, he tested him out a bit. So I think it was more it was more of a defensive job that we needed to do on on Chelsea. I think there was the the, the strategy and the tactics that Hassan Hüttel had implied for that game. Don't go out and just try and batter them because we're not going to do that. And it, yeah, it, say it worked. Yeah, we got got a couple of shots on target. It's not as if we we totally sat back, but um, yeah, we defended when we needed to, and yeah, right to the end. I mean, it was so nervous, like um, getting getting to those yeah. last few minutes of extra time. Um, Chelsea had a couple of penalty shouts. Um, you see, Yoshida brought down uh, Kante in the box, didn't he? And um, Long had his push on Alonso. I mean, he did fall over quite easily, but um, oh yes, again, yeah, that, was just, that was ridiculous. That was but, awful. It wasn't even. It was barely a push. It was yeah. But then you're relying on the referee, who, um, in my opinion, had, had a pretty good game. Yeah, yeah, nothing to complain about there. Morata offside. Yeah, yeah, it was. You think? I thought it was mighty close. I was looking at. I'd have to had to look at it a few times to think about it, but. No, with a ruler on the screen, like he's he's a, he's a full, he's got his foot over um, the line effectively. Yeah. There. Okay, it was close, but yeah. And something else that I want to talk to you about as well: the James Ward-Prowse free kick, awful. <laughs> it's just awful. His reputation has got to be dwindling now for his, his set pieces, because I've not, I'm yet to see one of these. I mean, I just want to. I think it's worth commenting that it was in the same position as the Cedric goal against Man United, and he just smashed it straight at the wall. Yeah, right, right down low. Oh my god. Yeah. It's just awful. Yeah, and then we saw Austin come on as well for Armstrong. Um, not a lot, of, not a lot for him to do. Um, but Yoshida, I want to talk about Yoshida today. What from Wednesday? What a great job he did. Yeah, but I say um, all of our centre backs, I think, had a great night. Um, but yeah, sure. Um, but Yoshida but, but was Bednarik as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, they were all great. But I just want to say about um, Yoshida was great all day. I mean, yeah, it's just like the whole back line was that they kept the shape and they were pretty stubborn. And uh, I think you've said it before that. They looked frustrated. Alonso, especially at full time, looked really frustrated. But then you've got that that you know that back five that working so well together and keeping their shape, and then you've got someone like Angus Gunn behind them. Yeah, frustrating them. Brilliant, really good. Yeah. Um, I, but then again, I don't think we were ever going to score. Do all that hard work. Uh, you go to Chelsea, you shut them out, and you end up in the relegation zone. I know. I know. Um, and it was such such a positive game, and uh, yeah, yeah, the fat and the fans as well were outstanding. Yeah, I mean, you, most of the match you could hear them over the Chelsea fans. Yeah, so we had our tactics spot on. I mean, even though, do you know we only had twenty eight percent of possession? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So um, yeah. just shows what a great organised job we can do. Just, just um, commendable, good, yeah. Good job all round, yeah. But I think also if that game was played, what two months ago, month and a half ago. We would have been torn apart. <laughs> I mean, we were torn apart at home as well. And, um, yeah, yeah Morata played in that match and actually scored against us. And he can't score he did, for yeah. shit. So yeah. I, I was convinced that he was going to get... They, they, whichever uh, strikers are on a dry spell and can't score goals, they always yeah, manage to score against things. Yeah, yeah. right, yeah. <laughs> Man of the match for you? Um, without a doubt. And I think you're probably going to say the exact same thing. Angus Gunn, absolutely incredible. Um, I don't think I've added more... Uh, pluses to against a player uh, in any of the matches that I've watched this season. Just outstanding on his debut as well. Fantastic. Yeah, I, I have to say, but I went. I mean, can I give it? Can I give mine to the whole back five? <laughs> the shape, um, blocks, <laughs> tackles. 
You know, how many? But listen, how many defensive errors have we made this season? Oh, too many to count. Too many. Yeah, I mean, I stated in the middle of October that this defence, the whole unit, is a, is a championship standard. Look how much they've grown, and the only difference is Ralph Hasenhutl. Yeah, I have to agree, Angus Gunn. From that, we're going to go to the derby game yesterday. Two-two goals from Nathan Redmond in the fourth and forty-eighth minute, um, and then Jack Marriott and Tom Lawrence to equalise for Derby. Starting eleven mm. for Saints. Angus Gunn keeps placing goal. Um, rightly so. I did actually say last week that he he would get his start. He would get a start here. So yeah, that was that was to be expected. Um, back went for a back four. Went for Target, Vestergaard, Stevens, and Cedric. And Cedric was back at right back. Four in midfield as well. Um, Redmond, Elianisi, James Ward-Prowse, and a debut for Callum Slattery. And then two up front: Long, Austin. Simple four-four-two. Good to see Slattery in the team. Uh, I suppose so. Yeah, I think it. It's definitely. I mean, the cups are always a good chance to get that get the youth out. Um, I'm, I was just a little bit worried that it was a you know a bit too risky. I mean, we do have a big squad, and um, you don't have to rest all of our senior players. But um, yeah, I mean, not just a slattery in getting a start. You've got um, Ramsey and Marcus Barnes on the bench as well. Magic Johnson in there too. So is this is this name going to stick now? I'm not going to try and make it stick, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think it, dep- it really depends on how Hassan Hurt was looking at it, isn't he? Does he really want a cup run or does he want to focus on the relegation battle? If he wants to just focus on the Premier League, then sure. And then this is a great, great opportunity for these young kids to actually get their debuts. And we've seen that. So, yeah. Derby, difficult side. I mean, they're, they're pushing for promotion themselves, aren't they? I said themselves. They're pushing for promotion. Um, stick yeah. in the Championship. Um, Frank Lampard's done a fine job. Um, and they did a good bunch of lads now. They did dick us in the pre-season as well. Yeah, I was just about to say it's not the first time we've been to Pride Park this season. Mm. They beat you three 0 in in pre-season, but obviously this is under different circumstances. Um, but yeah, we started well enough again, didn't we? It's same oh, old story. Um, fourth minute. Yeah, started brilliantly. Yeah, Redmond yeah. wanted to attack early. Low shot down to Ruse left. Deflected in by the Rams skipper, um, Richard Keogh, I think it was, yeah. Yeah. Um, but Still on target, though. Yeah, Ruse was beaten anyway. I mean, it was going, it was beyond him, and he didn't even make a move. So yeah, nice little, nice, nice way to start the game. Unbelievable, yeah. Got better as well. I think you know they they sort of played with that air of confidence, um, almost a swagger. It was kind of like you, you, we're playing a championship side that you know we're the we're the big guys here. We're going to go and show you how it's done, mm. and it looked like that. From the way they started, and then Stevens almost doubled it as well, didn't he? I don't know how he missed that or what happened there. It was a bit of a bit of a collision in the box, and the ball just like skewed wide. But yeah, great start. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He should have got to that. Um, yeah, Ward Prowse like just descended across goal there, and yeah, you, you no matter how many times you rewatch it, you can't see how he didn't get a foot to it. It just kind of slips through his legs, doesn't it? I mean, that would have been a brilliant way to end the first half. Yeah, um, it wasn't any real threat from Derby, I thought, um, despite all their possession. No. Um, gun wasn't tested. Oh, if, no, not at all. I think um, they had their first shot on target after about half an hour. So, yeah, not not really much to contest. And, yeah, I mean, it should have really been wrapped up. I mean, we did make a quick start like we usually do, but we slowed right down like towards um, the middle and the end of the first half. And a couple of chances at the end, but yeah, we just weren't really 
we're just kind of strolling it's it, not, really. Yeah, it's pretty drab. I thought. I thought. Yeah, you know, it's just not really, not really much to say about this one, really. Um, but then the second half started pretty much like the first one did—a a Redmond goal, and and it was good, and a good one. Oh yes, absolute screamer. Um, yeah, Austin um, gets a great ball through to to, to Redmond, and um, just yeah, from outside the box. Um, yeah, we've seen a few of those uh, this season, haven't we? I mean, not ju- not just from Redmond, but yeah. Um, yeah, just brilliant the way he gets around. Um, is it Bryson and Boyle? He just um, yeah. Yeah, plays them off one foot onto the other, and then oh yeah, lovely. Yeah, nice, nice. An early candidate for goal of the month in January as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, might as well give it to him now. Yeah, so two new up, cruising, haven't been tested, nothing to worry about. In the hat for the fourth round, yeah. How could it possibly go wrong? <laughs> oh well, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, same old Saints, and uh, yeah, within the space of what five minutes, less than that, even yeah, uh, managed to let in two goals. And uh, you know, I'm not sure who to blame for these ones. Well, no, I see what you mean. I think the the intensity dropped in midfield. I think that's where it started, especially for the for the Jack Marriott. Um, the first derby goal um, it, we just seem to like we're tuning up we say we're cruising complacency intensity dropped and it was just a simple ball through the middle I don't think um, there was a lot of tracking back from the midfield I'm not going to point my finger at any one in particular person I'm just going to say it as a unit they didn't really you know track back um, the defenders were all bunched together they were slow the ball just went through the middle and then it was a lovely little finish Um and you'd think that from that point, that was, that was a warning. OK, look, this is what can happen. If we don't pick it up, if we don't close the ball down and, and start pressing them more, then, you know, they're going to get another one. And that happened, as you say, like three minutes later. Um, and Tom Lott, that, yeah. one, that one really annoyed me, the second one. The first one, yeah, it's, it's, you shouldn't be, you know, that slow in, in defence. But the, the, the second, the equaliser, they allowed Lawrence to run there. He had so much space. He had so much time. Yeah. Cedric backed off. Well, he just puts it through Cedric and Stevens, doesn't yeah. he? We've seen this before as well. When you've got a player running with it, you know what he's going to do with it. He had one thing in mind there. You could see what he was going to do. And he's just, he's just taken a shot and it's just, you know, it's, it's gone in. But I will say that they Saints, after it went 2-2, they did start to create some more chances at that point. Um, well, I had to. They didn't. Yeah. They were just like, hang on, we're in a game now. We've caused this. Um, I don't want to take anything away from Derby. They played well. Um, and then the Elianisi header. Oh, my God, yeah. No, you What's should... he doing? I don't yeah. really know how many more ta- how many more chances that guy can get before he can... It's just... It was... Anywhere else would have worked the keeper. Yeah. But I, I could have saved that. It's just a... He, he's wasting his opportunities, and I don't think he's going to be getting the chances again. He's, I think he's pretty much done now. Um, well, yeah. I mean, he's probably only in that cap squad as a kind of second choice in the midfield, isn't he? So. And to give give uh, Armstrong a rest, most probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and then the Mar- Mar- Jack Marriott chance at the end as well. It was the same as the second. They backed off, so they obviously didn't learn from it. And on another day, they probably would have finished that, and we would have been out of the cup. Yeah, I mean, you could see it happen. I don't know how he managed to sky into Rosette from there, but, um, mm. yeah, good for us, of course. But. Yeah. So, summary, they started fast, dropped off rapidly, became relaxed. Um, do you think, I did notice as well, there was a lack of fans there. Um, 
wasn't a lot. Do you think that made a big, big difference, especially from being two up? Um, I mean, possibly, yeah. I mean, there, there wasn't a lot of fans there full stop. I don't, I don't know what the exact attendance was, but there was like a whole stand that was just completely shut as well. That's so. what I mean, yeah. yeah. I don't understand. Like, I mean, Saints usually travel well, and they're, they're heard. I mean, we saw that at Stanford Bridge. But yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I just think from being two nil up, fans to pick up, because I say the intensity dropped. Players were looking a little bit like, oh, we've got this game sewn up. I'm just thinking if the fans were there, it might have made them, you know, think twice, picked them up a bit. You know. Possibly, oh, but um, yeah. we've got a home match oh. now, so... Yeah. Just game management, isn't it? It's just a, a problem that we need to work on again. Do you think it was a fair result, though, on reflection? I, I, I think it was. I mean, about... Um, about Yeah, just after that second goal, I said that, um, that the score wasn't... a fair reflection of how we played but um, over the 90 minutes I think um, now yeah it def- sure. definitely yeah. was yeah, it would have been really uh, harsh to have been sent home um, after being two goals up but um, yeah. yeah I think we've just got to learn to take these matches seriously if we are taking them seriously that's it um, so we, get, we get an extra game in the midst of a relegation battle um, you know, it's not ideal the there is an upshot though go on uh, we get Hoiberg one match earlier. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, that that replay will count towards his um, four match suspension. So yeah. Sure. So yeah, that means he'll be all right for Everton. Mm. I guess. Yeah. Um, but like I said, yeah, crowded fixture list in December into January now, um, and with that high paced style that we now adopt, like players are going to need more rest. They're going to need more time to recover. So, yeah, as I say, a, a replay is not really ideal. I want to say, I want to talk about Callum Slattery as well. What did you what did you make of his debut? Um, pretty lacklustre, if I'm being honest. Um, I think his start was a long time coming. He's been calling for a start for a long time. And I think, uh, I, I do think it was a right game to start him in. And yes, he gave the ball away a bit. Um, and he found it tough. Well, you know, he's 19 years old. He's going to find it tough. Um, but possibly maybe loan him out, give him some um, crucial experience. But yeah, not a great, great thing, a great debut for him. No, and yeah, Marcus Barnes didn't really make much of an impact as a substitute um, yeah, either. Um, yeah, 20 minutes ago he made to make an impact, did very little. Um, and Johnson came on as well for 10 minutes and did nothing. I don't think he even touched the ball, did he? I'd say I didn't really see much of either of them. No, um yeah, not really much. They couldn't really do much in the in the time that they had. Um, man of the match. Ooh, um, well, Redmond. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, just wondering why. Oh no, yeah. Uh, I thought thought I hadn't written that down, but no. Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> um, yeah, Nathan Redmond two two won the goals and just yeah, um, high octane, really controlled performance. I think would be a completely different team without him. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, can't. Yeah, you said everything that I wanted to say there. Wonderful second goal, brilliant. Yeah, not quite into the uh, into the hat for the fourth round, but you know a team that are in the fourth round. Pompey. Yeah. Did you see ninety fourth minute winner at Carrow Road? Gut wrenching. Yeah. Well, yeah, we we could be set up for a South Coast derby. It's been a, been a long time what? coming, hasn't it? Do you know what? I'd love that. I would absolutely love that. If we we were in a in a pub full of Bumpy fans. Uh, oh, of course we were, weren't we? We were in yeah, yeah, yeah. We, 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 we in Chichester. Chichester. That's yeah. right. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we can all hope for a South Coast derby in the fourth round. But um, next week we go to Leicester. Um, King Power, Saturday the twelfth of January, three p.m. kickoff. 
Leicester. Talk to me about Leicester. Um, well, I mean, all the pressure uh, on Claude Puel as manager seems to have lifted off a bit, uh, especially after beating Chelsea and Man City back-to-back. Um, yeah. I did lose to Cardiff at home after that. Um, but um, that, that was a tight match. But, I mean, those things happen. And uh, beat Everton last time round as well. So, um, yeah, not an easy... Uh, not an easy place to go. No, you, I mean, that's pretty much what I've got in my notes here as well. Sitting pretty in seventh, um, seven points behind oh, yeah. United for sixth. Um, yeah, it's good. Um, results, I don't know, you don't really know what to expect from them, do you? And as, as, you, as you've touched on, like fans reportedly unhappy with, with Puel, um towards the start of the season anyway. But yeah, that's settled down after the Chelsea and City wins. So I don't know. I don't know where they are. I don't know what they are. But then you look at their position and think, well, they're actually... It can't be that erratic. They're, they're they're right where they want to be. This is a team that should be like right there. That's a it's a good side. I mean, Vardy's yeah, on the form. Yeah. He's he's um, scoring regularly. Um, yeah. Um, Harry Maguire, good yep. solid there. Yeah, and, and Didi controlling the midfield and um, that young lad um, Madison. James yeah. Madison. James Madison. Yeah. James Madison. Yeah. He's um, well. he's he's incredible. And another thing as well, that when they lose, they only lose by the odd goal. So, and when they get it right, they can beat anyone, as they've proved. So, it's, yeah. That's a club pool yeah. side. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Yeah, I say, I, I, I'm a big fan of James Madison. Cost him 25 million quid in the summer. Um, Worth every penny. Yeah, good player. I put him straight in my fantasy football team at the start of the season. I haven't taken him out. Um, and Vardy, yeah, just doing what he does. I think, what's he got, seven goals this season? Yeah, we played them back in August at St Mary's and we were denied a point at the death. Um, it was the Harry Maguire yeah. 92nd minute winner, wasn't it? And then, oh, surprise, we were winning the game uh, through Ryan Bertrand. I think that was a goal of the month as well, wasn't it, that one? And Hoiberg also saw red in that game as well. Yes, diving, um, yeah. Four months on, different side. Where do you see it this time? Um, I, like we've just said, I mean, it's, it's a difficult one to call, isn't it? Um, we could... Lose one nil or two one, you know, or we could um, win two one or one nil. It's a really unpredictable game. I wouldn't Tough bet one, money yeah. on this one. No. My prediction: one all. One all. Okay. Yeah, one apiece. I think a draw. Not, not, I, I'm. I've actually got a draw written down also, but I've gone for a two-two draw. Um, Aha. Same as the derby game. Um. Yeah, I can. I can see it opening up a bit, and I think both teams are going to be looking at each other, thinking, yeah. There's some points to be had here. Both going to be going for it. Saints are eager to press on. I mean, we, as I say, we've dropped into the relegation zone now, so we need to pick it up in league. Um, so yeah, I'm going to I'm going to stick with my result if you don't mind. I'm going to say a two-two. Yeah, hopefully yeah. I'll get it bang on the nose. Um, speaking of predictions, so last week I went for a two-one Chelsea win, and I think you did went the same, but then I talked you into a draw, <laughs> and of course they drew. So. Uh, the points were yours. So you took the lead, 35-34. Excellent. Yep. But then I predicted a 1-1 uh, against Derby, and you went for a 2-0. So the points go back to me. So that makes it 36-35 in my favour. So, yeah, unlucky. You took the lead for a three days. Yeah, this is looking to be a very interesting battle here. Yeah, it has been all season. I still, I still can't believe it's actually this close. But yeah, um, fantasy football. Yes. Um, so um, I've got some good news for you. Yeah. Yeah, you're off the foot of the table and up into wow. eighth. 
Wicked. I had a good week again, did I? Um, yeah, I think you had a good couple of weeks. You got 63 points um, last okay. game week. and uh, Good 50, balance there now. Um, distinctly average 50 the week before. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, uh, Salah would have been a good captain choice there. But um, Kane coming good uh, last time, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, I'm, I'm slipping down. I think um, there's only uh, 23 points between us now. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, I had a good, be good week. week. I had a good mm. week last week. Um, but, yeah, my, I, I forgot to um, adjust my team before uh, the game, the matches started. So, um, Philippe Allen Anderson was still my captain, and he did bugger all. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean the top top of the league uh, still Harris and Um but a uh, very impressive haul for John Bailey's Deportivo handlebar. Um, yeah, he had uh, Song Yun Min as captain. Uh, so yeah, total haul of seventy eight points. So yeah, well done, mate. Wow, that's a good one. Um, right, I. Well, you're going to announce this because I don't actually know, but we've done our polls for goal and player of the month for December. Um, could you tell me what they are? Because I really don't know. Well, I mean, it was a, it was a really difficult um, choice just getting it, the shortlist down to four from the eleven that we scored. Um, oh yeah, in we December. yeah we had we had a tough time narrowing this down, didn't we? But luckily, actually, well, I think we had three. That, that, that were similar yeah. is that right is that what I remember and then we had to discuss the fourth one which which made it in there so yeah it was a tough tough decision which makes a change doesn't it because I say there, there was only one month I think it was October where we scored one goal yeah um, one for the goal yeah yeah so yeah so they're a nice a nice problem to have definitely definitely so yeah the candidates were Armstrong against United uh, Cedric's free kick against United um, Ings' second goal against Arsenal and uh, Hoiberg's against City and um, 49%, so it's quite close. Uh, Cedric's goal against United, which is my candidate. Oh, yes, the free kick, um, yeah. Absolutely sublime free kick, so yeah, well deserved. But um, Hoiberg's uh, wonder strike against City got, got 35%. Um, where was Ings's header against Arsenal? 9%. It was just, just in front of um, Armstrong's against United. That does surprise me because I thought people would have um, would have picked the Armstrong one over nice little really good strike, wouldn't it? Nice low one, just yeah, nice goal. But um, I was yeah, I was at that, I was at that Arsenal game and I, I was right by the side of that um, that Ings header, and yeah, I it was a brilliant goal. I thought it was great, so I'm pleased that it didn't finish at the bottom. Yeah, I, mean, I think you sometimes have to separate the significance of the goal from the the sure. technique of it, but um. Oh yeah, without a doubt. The, yeah, the, the I think Armstrong um, technique was better, but the in terms of the the goal, the the moment, the team that we were playing, I, and how important the goal was, uh, the Ings, yeah, all day, brilliant goal. Yeah, yeah, I'd have to agree there. Um, and for Player of the Month, our candidates were Danny Ings, Stuart Armstrong, Nathan Redmond, and Jan Valery, and with 61% of the votes, and yeah, we didn't have nearly 200 votes in this one. Nathan Redmond. Redmond, yeah, he got my vote as well. Um, I think I said that he, uh, yeah, he didn't put a foot wrong, did he? He was, yeah, very, very good month again for him. Yeah, I just don't, don't know how he, how, he's, how, he, how he manages to do it, uh, you know, game after game, just just putting it in there and um, staying, staying focused as well. And yeah. uh, he's been scoring goals as well, so yeah, definitely well deserved. Uh, my vote went to Jan Valery just for balance, um, because yeah. I think he had a brilliant breakthrough there. Um, yeah, Danny yeah, Ings, of course. Good. 
But yeah, no, Valerie's been great through ever since he started. Really, I mean, he's forgetting how young he is, and just coming in, and it looks like he's been there for a long time. And yeah, I'm I'm very pleased with his development, and I'm pleased with the fact that Hassan Hill stuck with him because I mean, it quite easily could have just put him in, and then you know haven't seen him like Oberfemi, but he hasn't. He stuck with him, and yeah, I'm I'm pleased. Uh, speaking of Oberfemi, yeah, you got a chance for, chant for me? No, I don't have a chance. It's really difficult. To think of a chant for Michael Oberfemi, you you realise this, don't you? Um, well, maybe not because I mean I've I've had just the the idea of this for a, a long time, but pretty much every every ever since he's been in the squad, and um, I, I can't oh. get it out of my head, so I was just going to get this one off of my chest. Okay, go on then. So, so yeah, just a simple little chant. Uh, you may or may not recognise the tune. Oberfemi, 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 Oh Michael Oberfemi. Because we've got another Oberfemi, 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 Oh Michael Oberfemi. Go score another Oberfemi. Yeah, okay, well done. I just think it fits great. You've been thinking about that for a long time. Uh, maybe maybe too long than is uh, sane. Yeah. Okay. I didn't think of that. Yeah. Well done. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um. Have you? Did you manage to think of one for Hassan Hertel? Well, uh, yeah. I've got one brewing for next week. Um. I, I'm okay. gonna keep that keep that under my hat for now. Okay. Okay. So, and next week we are back. Our usual time is it Sunday the thirteenth. It will be. Yes. Yeah, yes. It is right. Yeah. Um. We'll be back for the Leicester. Yeah, we're playing Leicester uh, away on the 12th. So, um, Well, I just like the little touch that we had at the end of our New Year's episode um, with a Russian phrase. Um, so I'll give you a, a, a very short and simple one that's on topic this week. Um, are you ready? Yeah. Okay, so it's Svetia uh, period. So, so it's like a fatty. Svetia. Uh, Svetia, yeah, that's good. Svetia. Period. So yeah, the word like the word period. Svetia period. Period. Yeah. Svetia period. Svetia period. Oh, Svetia period. That's brilliant. Svetia period. Okay. What does that mean? Up the saints. <laughs> okay. Cool. Up the saints. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.